from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com. You will find the archive anytime by simply clicking on the show archive on wakeupcalldt.com. You can also, right under the MixLR live feed, you can click on the RSS feed, the Wake Up Call DT app powered by Podbean, and the Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora iTunes podcast. By clicking on any of those, you'll get over 800 shows, including this one, which is a early National Signing Day special that I am proud to have here on the broadcast. Signing Day is typically that first full week of February, that Wednesday. Well, now the NCAA has added this initial signing day, which is December 20th of this year. And so Syracuse had the opportunity to sign their players on early, whether or not they're enrolling early. And I'm proud to have on this broadcast, Gabe Haran, tight end from Charles W. Baker High School in Baldwinsville, New York, the hometown product. Gabe, how you doing today? Not too bad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And, and Gabe, you and I have had the opportunity to, you know, spend spend some good time together uh, before all of this went down. You know, we've done a couple shows out in public with, you know, the Baldwinsville community and just what you could say about the community and, and the people around you and the support system that you have in Baldwinsville. I mean, it's been unbelievable. I mean, all the teachers, I'm pretty close with all my teachers in the school, and even the teachers I haven't had for classes are out supporting me through all this process, and it just it feels really good having all these teachers behind my back through this whole process. It's really great. When you go and you, and you see this now, the opportunity for you is kind of special because Syracuse isn't that far away. We're talking about 15, 20 minutes away from where you are at Charles W. Baker, and so to, to have that, to know that, you know, there's there's all of this energy around the team and hope for the future, but that people in the community, if you know, if they're out at Wegmans or Barnes and Noble or Panera, whatever it may be, that they can actually physically shake your hand and meet you. What's that been like? Um, I walking through the mall, especially like last week, been walking through the mall, and a lot of I got see a lot of heads turning and you know saying, "Oh, that's Gabe." You know, I mean, it's just it's, it's pretty unbelievable, honestly. It's like a dream come true. I mean. It's crazy. And like when you said, when you're in the mall and, and people are saying, oh, that's Gabe over there. I mean, it, it, how surreal is that for you? I mean, you you grew up here. This is, I mean, this is your community. And for people now to, you know, kind of meet you for the first time, so to speak, and have that, you know, connection that they already feel because they've read about you or saw something about you. What's that like? I mean, it's really great. Like, some guy uh, came up to me in the mall and was like, are you Gabe? And, you know, I had a conversation with him. I mean, it's just been really great. Got to meet new people, you know. Um, a lot of people out there are supporting me, so I'm just thankful for that. Speaking here with Gabe Haran of Charles W. Baker High School, Baldwinsville, New York, you were the first, and Dino Baber said that he doesn't call you Gabe, he calls you first. Just bring me into that, how he refers to you as the first all the time. Uh, well, I'm the first commit of the 2018 class for Syracuse, so it's always kind of been a thing, you know, between me and him. He's always, you know, never really calls me Gabe. He's like, that's my number one, you know, whenever uh, I see him. So, and, 
and to be to be the number one, you and I have spoken about this before. To be the torchbearer, you know, every single class has one that gets to do it, and nobody else. You stand alone, you stand by yourself in that respect. What can you say about you know now that this class has materialized and and signed in the overwhelming majority, over eighty percent signed in the early signing period? Just what it means to you to be the first, and then see how many people came after you. Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty cool being the first because this is one of the best Syracuse recruiting classes since, I believe, 2004. So, I mean, it feels pretty good being the first guy to commit and really uh, get the ball rolling for the 2018 class. What did it for you, Gabe? I mean, you, you and I have, have had conversations before about Syracuse, but hindsight being 2020, what made Syracuse the, the right fit? Because uh, as your coach, Carl Sanfilippo, was saying, they're – there was a lot of interest and there was more interest coming and potentially Big Ten interest and, and whatnot in you. So what was it about Syracuse that just made you say yes so early? Well, on my first uh, uh, visit there, I really got to know all the coaches pretty well and they were just really great. All the coaches were great. But then once I got to uh, speak with Coach Babers in his office, that's really like, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I really like this school and one of my top choices. So, I mean, that's what really got me to pull the trigger was talking with Coach Babers. He's just a great guy. I mean, that's pretty much why, honestly. What was it about all the coaching? <clears throat> what was it about Dino Babers? Like you said, sitting in his office really did it for you. What were some of the things in the conversation that you just held on to? I mean, he's just always ecstatic. And I mean, I uh, just. Uh, got a bundle of energy when he talks. I mean, it's just listening to him speak is, uh, I can't really explain it. It's just something else. Yeah, and when you say that, you know, he's a ball of energy and you can feel that, you know, have you met anybody like him before? Does anybody kind of parallel him or does he kind of stand alone to you? Um, honestly, I mean, I don't think I've met a coach like that. He's just always ecstatic. I mean, I have a coach at the high school that's kind of like that. Coach Heisick, he's always crazy, but... I mean, not quite like Coach Babers. I mean, just a great guy. And to to describe Dino in a few words, outside of you know the energy, what would you say about him as a coach? Which what your expectations kind of are of being in a room with him? Um, I mean, again, I would just say he's very ecstatic about you know coaching, and he's very into it, and that's what I love about Coach Babers. So to have that energy and to have that that passion behind this team, like you said, one of the best classes in a while here for Syracuse, potentially um, over a decade. When you look at the other guys, you know, in the early signing period of, of December 20th, there's National Signing Day and now there's National Signing Day. There's like 1A and 1B now, so to speak. So to to sign on the dotted line, you and I had spoken about that before. If you were going to sign earlier, if you were going to wait, what ultimately made you just wrap it up in December? I mean, I made my decision back in February, and that was pretty much final. I pretty much shut down all my recruiting. So, I mean, that's that's what made me pull the trigger about pretty much back in February. I mean, I've always been – I had my heart set on Syracuse, no, not really looking at any other schools. It's always been Syracuse, 100%. When you see the rest of the 2018 incoming class, you know, when you look at the numbers, there's 17 of you on the day, if we don't include a, a right away uh, Chance, Amy, uh, being a part of the team, the quarterback coming in. So if, if we don't include him going into the day, there's 17 names, including yours. 
and almost every single one of them signed on the dotted line early. Jawar Jordan, Akeem Dixon, and Jaquarius Smith were the only ones that did not. Were you surprised to see how much of your class had signed on and, and that the overwhelming majority, except for three three people, had said yes? What really surprised me, actually, was how Tyron Sampson decommitted. That was a huge, like, loss. I was not expecting that. He's always, you know, active on Twitter saying, you know, he's 100% committed, this and that. But, I mean, that was a huge loss. But, uh, mm, yeah, just really that was one of the big things that I was that really caught my eye was how he decommitted. Because, I mean, other, other players, you know, they, they still might be signing in February, but that's, you know, the biggest thing I saw yesterday. And to have that, to have him – decommit you know I mean this is and the funny thing is you know Tyrone Sampson Jr. he's been on the show here on on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora as well you know he spoke highly uh, great to talk to nice kid and he was supposed to be one of those people that was you know pretty much for sure signing and I think I think the crazy thing about the day was not only did he not sign with Syracuse he decommitted from Syracuse and and that was a big shock. I mean, was there any moment where you thought anything like that could happen? I, I know recruiting, covering it for years, I know it can get crazy and, and things can happen you don't expect, but I mean, to he, he was committed. He was one of the first three committed with you and Trill Williams. I mean, this one of the original three, and then the day he's supposed to sign, this message goes out on Twitter, respect my decision. I, I mean, it, it was it was a shock to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It was kind of unbelievable. I went on, I hopped on Twitter yesterday during my study hall, and I, uh, I saw his post, and I was just shocked. I, I wasn't, I didn't expect that. My mom texted me about it. You know, she let me know. I was just, I mean, it's a huge loss for the class. And, and when you say that, when you say you know it's a huge loss, what, what is it about Tyrone that you felt was going to be a big part of this class? Well, he's a four-star center, and that's, I mean. That's incredible. Syracuse doesn't get too many four stars, but uh, here and there throughout the years, um, if any, if that. And then, um, oh, sorry, I completely forgot the question. <laughs> I just blanked out. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was saying, you know, why was it such a, or why is it such a loss? Oh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, Syracuse, I mean, they have lately over the years been struggling with an offensive line, and that would have been a huge addition for the class, you know, adding a nice big, uh, center like that so you know he he didn't completely rule out Syracuse he said he's going to take his other four uh, official visits going to open up his recruitment what does that mean to you I mean is 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 there hope in your mind do you reach out to him on social media and, and get in touch with him and say hey Tyrone you know please reconsider I mean how do you how do you handle something like that or how do you want to handle something like that I mean, seeing him on a visit, he seemed pretty happy and content with, you know, uh, committing to Syracuse. But, um, I mean, I think that there's still hope for him to uh, recommit. I mean, he said he wanted to take his other officials. So, I mean, there's always a chance that he could recommit. Are you going to do anything? I mean, is is this – I know there's group chats and different things that go on. Do you make an effort to reach out to him and see where he's at? I mean, he doesn't want to be interviewed right now. He's asked for that respect, but – you know, on your side of it, it's different as a fellow recruit. Do you feel like you want to kind of reach out to him and, and just, you know, rack, it, rack his brain a little bit and kind of understand what's going on? 
I mean, I haven't reached out to him. I mean, I, I wasn't really planning on it. I mean, I was going to let him enjoy his recruiting process. I don't want to, you know, get in his head about anything, you know, force him to do anything. I want him to be happy wherever he goes, of course. That coming from Gabe Horan of Charles W. Baker High School in Baldwinsville. Gabe, to before I let you go, to to look at the future of this team and, you know, everybody that's that's coming in, you're coming in at the tight end position, but I also want to look back to last season because, you know, Dino's been building depth over the last two classes in certain positions at wide receiver, tight end, as well as at linebacker. And so it's not just the 2018 class, it's the 2017 class that came in. A lot of guys we haven't seen. Aaron Hackett's there, who has been held off from Venice High School in Venice, Florida, and yourself coming in at tight end. What are you excited about? Because the tight end position, I mean, Ravion Pierce has some more time. You know, there's there's going to, if all you guys do what you're supposed to do and, and do what needs to be done, there's going to be depth at the tight end position for the first time in a long time for Syracuse. What does that mean to you? I mean, it's huge. I mean, that's what Syracuse has been, you know, struggling with the tight end position with depth. So, I mean, like last year, Aaron was supposed to redshirt, but he couldn't because it's just the depth. So now, I mean, got more players. So, I mean, that's just all for the better, really. And and to know that, you know, as much as, as Aaron was available, Dino didn't really put him in too much to what was going on. I mean, if, if there was a pass going, it was to Ravion. So we haven't really seen what Aaron can be in the passing game. How dangerous does that make this team knowing that they don't really know what to expect from Aaron, they don't really know what to expect from you? Most teams, I mean, see Syracuse as, you know, Steve Ishmael, like the big receivers, Emma at a towel. I mean, they're always like, yeah, the wide receivers are going to be getting the ball all the time. But now he got some more depth coming in tight end. So that will cause more trouble for other teams having, you know, more receivers, you know, like tight ends. So that's big. And at the quarterback position, obviously Eric Dungy, but you're going to be there for the next three to five years. So you have Dungy. Chance Amy decommits from Houston. He's coming from the state of Texas. Big get for Syracuse on the day. He verbally commits and signs on the early signing period day of December 20th. And then on top of that, Rex Culpepper, who has been there for a couple of years. And then you have Tommy DeVito. What are you excited about when you hear those names, those players? These are the guys that are throwing the ball to you, somebody's going to do it. So what can you say about the depth at quarterback and what you're excited about? Well, they're all phenomenal quarterbacks. I mean, it really doesn't matter who you put it. They're all great players. So, I mean, I'm really just excited to have a great, you know, top-level quarterback being able to sling me the ball. So, I mean, that's what I'm really excited about. And as you move forward, Gabe, you know, to to enjoy this, you know, you have you've done this early. You've gotten it out of your system. Like you said, you committed back in February. You knew where you wanted to be. But now that it's over and you have time to just relax and get your body ready and, and whatnot, just bring me into the excitement that you have for that and the fact that you can enjoy this time. The pressure is off. Not that it was necessarily on because you knew where you wanted to go, but now that this is out of the way, just speak on you know the concentration you can take on just honing your skills at this point. I mean, it's a huge weight off my shoulders now that I've signed. So now my focus is just getting my body right Uh before I get up to Syracuse. So, I mean, that's really, I'm working out in school and working out. So that's, um, that's good. Baber said you're a big one and the big ones only get bigger. What's your response to that? Well, that's true. I mean, I'm a senior and I'm six, six around two fifty right now. And, um, there's only, I can only go up from now. So it'll be exciting to see. 
what do you bring to the table? What are you as a tight end? Because I know you're on a team that runs the ball predominantly, so we don't know everything that Gabe Horan can be. So tell me, who is Gabe Horan? What can you do on the field that we haven't seen yet? Well, I mean, back in the day, I've been playing. I've been playing offensive line my whole life. So, I mean, most tight ends now are really just want to be receivers. But, I mean, me. What's special about me is that I'm able to block. I can, you know, get down in the trenches and you know block people. But I can also get out um, on a route and catch balls and create mismatches on defensive backs and linebackers. So, that's really what I bring to the table. And I want to ask you about Carl Sanfilippo here, your head coach. Just what he's meant to you through the process you know I've had an opportunity to sit down with the both of you on more than one occasion what has he been for you as as a teacher as a leader as a mentor what are you taking away from somebody who went to Syracuse and is very old school and and just what you could say about him I mean he's been really supportive through the whole process and um He's just a great coach. I mean, I'm just thankful that I had him for my senior, uh, for my high school career because, I mean, he's had the experience playing at Syracuse. So, I mean, it's just great having him as a head coach. What did he tell you about Syracuse? Um, he th- I mean, he tells me nothing but great things about it, honestly, just his experiences there and stuff like that. That coming from Gabe Haran. And, Gabe, in closing, for you, a mission statement, what best describes you, not just as a football player, but as a human being, uh, you and I will have some, hopefully, some fun things to do, some shows to do here in the future, some nice community events as we have some time before you head up to the hill to Syracuse. But to leave on this note, what is a good mission statement to describe who you are? Well, my mission statement, I want to bring an ACC championship to Syracuse University. It's as simple as that. Bring an ACC championship to Syracuse University. What makes you believe that what Dino's been building, despite 2-6 and six in the ACC for his two years and 4-8 and eight in back-to-back seasons, what makes you believe that this team can do that? I mean, just looking at the 2018 class, I think we're fully capable of it. So, I mean, yeah, just we've got a whole bunch of talent coming in next year, and over the years, we're just going to get better. So, can't wait. Yeah, coming from Gabe Horan. Gabe, as always, I appreciate it, and much respect to you and the family. I hope you celebrate. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you. All right, take care. You too.